Hey there, this is Brian. I'm the host of the Engaging Missions show. If you've found this show for the first time, I did want to take a second to let you know that this show is not currently in production. You're certainly welcome to check out all of the archives, but we don't have new episodes coming out at the moment. However, I did want to take a second to highlight one of the sponsors that sponsored the show a while ago. They're not currently sponsoring the show, but if you're looking for a place to invest in the kingdom, I'd recommend checking out Mega Voice Audio Bibles. You can find them at megavoice.com, or you'll find a link in the show notes. And I would encourage you to just check that out and see if maybe that's a fit for your giving. There's no compensation here or anything like that. I just wanted to highlight them. And with that, I'll get you back into the regular program. Every day is a day to be thankful. But during this season of Thanksgiving, we have a powerful reminder of the power of Thanksgiving. This is the Engaging Missions Show, episode 166, where we're going to hear from several guests. Welcome to the Engaging Missions Show, where we are bringing missions home. Here's your host, Brian Ensminger. This is a special edition of the Engaging Missions Show just for Thanksgiving. If you subscribe to the show, thanks so much. If this is your first time here, Welcome. We're really glad to have you. We provide ways for you to hear a message, make connections, and take action. This week, we're going to hear from several guests about their experiences and perspectives on Thanksgiving. All of these are guests who have been on the show before, and we got back together to connect and hear a little bit about their experiences with Thanksgiving, some of their perspectives. I think this is going to be extra special for you because you'll get to hear from more than just one person, and it also gives them a way to deliver a personal message to in their own voices. Now, before we get to that, though, I do want to do the Conversation Rewind. After last week's episode with Tony Svensson, T.C. Avey left a comment on the show notes page. She said, I find it interesting that missionaries are being sent to the Western world. It's amazing that there are so many in America and in Europe who are in need of the gospel. We tend to think of these places as being rich in Christianity, yet Christianity is struggling to thrive and grow. I know so many that think that they have have to be sent to some far-off place to be a missionary, and they forget that there are people all around them who need to hear the good news of Jesus Christ. This is a great reminder that God can send and use people anywhere. TC, thanks so much for your comment and for sharing your perspective. I really appreciate that. If you would like to join the conversation, you can leave a comment in the show notes page. That particular episode was engagingmissions.com slash 165. That's the numbers 165. Or you can connect on social media. If you click through to the show notes page for this week's episode, you'll find links to the show, social profile so that you can continue the conversation on Facebook or Twitter or other social profiles. I'd really, really love to hear from you. You can find the show notes at engagingmissions.com slash Thanksgiving 16. That's Thanksgiving and the number 16. You'll want to check those out. It's a really great place to connect with our guests and also to find ways to take action on what you've heard. All right, we have Tony Hedrick with us. He's been on the show before. He's a killer storyteller, and he's got some great stories about how Thanksgiving impacts missionaries. Well, th thanks, Brian, for having me on again. I, um, uh, when it comes to Thanksgiving, I, I'm, I'm often caught in this situation like a lot of us where, you know, you're at church, Sunday school class, and it's Thanksgiving season, and somebody will say, oh, well, let's just take a minute and, 
kind of just share what you're thankful for or you have your Thanksgiving dinner and after it's over, you, you have kind of your God moment. And <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's true. Yeah, no, that's true. And somebody will say, um, let's just take a minute and around the around the table here, just share your what you're thankful for. And, you know, what I'm thankful for may not seem very important to the people around the table. You know, I mean, it's I'm not thankful for my new iPad, uh, but uh, I'm really thankful for my wife and for what they call uh, spousal support. Uh, in missionary work or in church planting, um, you really, I mean, if you're in the ministry at all, you have to have your spousal support. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. Usually what happens is God will call one or the other, not both. And th- what that means is, is this, is that that other person has to say, you know what? This ain't my call. I've got a job and I've got responsibilities and I've got a career, but the other person feels this call. So what do what happens there is what people don't know is the person who really doesn't have the effectual call in their lives. They say, I'm going to pack up my boxes and I'm going to follow wherever God leads the, my spouse. I'm going to submit to that. I'm going to submit to God in this. And this happened to my wife when I when I came home 16 years ago from a visit to Europe and felt that God had called me from a job. I had a good a good job. Uh, and that's happened several times in my life. About the time I get a good job and it gets settled, God calls me to something where there's no income. I came <laughs> to her and I said, uh, I told God he's a terrible economist. So I came to her and I said, I think the Lord's calling me away from teaching uh, to go to Europe. And I was 50 some years old and couldn't speak a word of Italian. And and boy, you know, my wife's, uh, she's not, she's a slow processor. So she kind of well nodded at that and went away. The next day she kind of comes back to me and she says, look, if God's called you to that, then we're going to do it if that's what God has done. So I want to just say how thankful I am that that God has given to most of us out there, whether we're men called into the ministry or women called in, we've given to us spouses who are willing to say, okay, wherever the Lord leads you, I'm, I'm willing to go. And, and people can't see that. They're not aware of what that means to that other person. So I'm very thankful because I know what it means for someone to be settled and have grandchildren around them and have a good job. And all of a sudden, the spouse says, I think the Lord's calling me to Italy. So here's what's really happened in my life. I have been away from home uh, for the in the last 16 years. I've made over 40 trips to Europe and to Asia and other places. And I've been away from home almost four or five years. You hear about Mm -hmm. golf widows. Well, my wife is a missions widow. So she has lived without her husband. And it's not like we're young. I'm 71 now and still going. And so here she's stuck at the house twice a year, usually twice or more times a year, maybe three or four times a year, but at least twice a year for five weeks at a period. So that's 10 weeks a year that she doesn't have somebody to change the light bulbs and trim the bushes and take care of the little incidental stuff. But she has said yes to that. So I just want to say that for me, uh, that's something I'm very thankful for. And for those who are listening, Brian, it's something that they may not be aware of. But those yeah. people who uh, follow their husband or wife's call in the ministry pay a tremendous price, as do their children with that call. So I'm just thankful for that. Hello and greetings from Ireland. My name is Brian Thompson. I am the founder, director for Story for All podcast. 
and also the director for the God Story Project and Simply the Story in Europe. And I've been involved in missions since just about my teens back in the 70s. And uh, my earliest memories of Thanksgiving were actually being excluded from the the fun. Yeah, uh, I was with a particular group of people who were serving the Lord, smuggling Bibles into communist Europe at the time. And uh, the American group that were amongst our team had decided that they were going to have a Thanksgiving celebration, and I had no clue exactly what that was. And uh, when I started to investigate, I was politely informed that I was going to be one of the nations that was not involved in the event, and uh, so they celebrated without me. That was my first contact. It wasn't until 1982 when I had my first real experience of Thanksgiving when I was visiting the States and some dear friends and was invited to share their table. And it was very meaningful and very special to me to hear the story behind Thanksgiving, everything from the two uh, corn pieces of corn that we were served on our plate and nothing else at the time, right through to uh, an amazing story of the whole picture of Thanksgiving. But one of the things that really struck me and it strikes me about this holiday, even though I am not from the States, I've had the privilege of sharing it with uh, different families and they've included me in their family circle for it. It's been very special. But something that stood out for me is that from early days in my walk with the Lord, in fact, way back in those days when I was in Vienna and had been excluded from that uh, first Thanksgiving experience, and I was touched at the time by the importance of Thanksgiving, how Thanksgiving is like an antivirus, as it were, to uh, complaining and to the destruction that comes from complaining. And we see that throughout Scripture. And one of the beautiful things is seeing many stories again and again in the Old Testament that reflect back on the importance of pausing to give thanks And I want to encourage you, my brothers and sisters who might be listening to this from the States uh, at this time, take time in amongst all the festivities. You know, we can get so full of all sorts of things, everything from food to football, but we can miss out on the heart of this celebration and just pausing to give thanks for the things that God has done in our lives, in your life. Back then in 1977, the Lord convicted me and spoke to me and gave me a life word, which was PTMTO, and that stands for Praise, Thanksgiving, Meditation, Trust, and Obedience. These were the five words that I felt needed to be and which God was calling me to have as a vital part of my life, to make praise and thanksgiving a regular part of my day and also meditation, day and night in the Word of God, something that is being really challenged by much counterfeit that is offered today. God has given us in his word the very life source that we need to sustain us and to keep us through the ups and downs of life and how the enemy is trying to pollute that, taking us away from meditating in his word to other forms of meditation which are not based on the scriptures, a really 
deadly and a dangerous thing indeed. And that was one of the things that he told me to do, is not only praise Thanksgiving, but meditating day and night, and then trust and obedience, walking through life, trusting him, that in the face of all hell breaking loose at times and the big storms that were life-threatening, just to continue to step trusting him and to obey him, because he is faithful and will do it. I trust that this encourages you today. Happy Thanksgiving and greetings from Ireland. And to my family spread out in the nations, Alexandra there in Perth, and uh, Jessica who has been in Amsterdam with Youth of the Mission also, and to the rest of us here in Ireland, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. So far, we've heard from Tony Hedrick and Brian Thompson. We have a couple more left. Uh, next up, we're going to hear from Brian Hogan. He was a missionary in Mongolia. He's the author of the book, There's a Sheep in My Bathtub, a great read. I've really enjoyed that book. In fact, I've probably talked about it a, a few times on the show now, and it's something that I really recommend. I was able to connect, catch up with Brian, and he shared some great stuff about Thanksgiving. One of the biggest is just the home that he's made for us here in Northwest Arkansas. We live in a city called Fayetteville, and it's recent for us. We moved from Northern California just three years ago. We had come to the realization that because our ministry is international and we're traveling quite a bit, uh, we still need to live somewhere. <laughs> and so the, the major requirement was that there needed to be an airport. But we wanted to, we, as we talked about where we were going to live, we wanted a place with community where we could have neighbors that we could get to know, where there'd be a church family that we could be involved with, and um, where there were people who were enthusiastic about God's kingdom and its expansion. Hmm. And uh, so we ended up settling on Fayetteville largely because I taught here at least one week a year for the last 18 to 20 years. And so I'd made some friends along the way, but we didn't have any other compelling reasons to be here. No family in the area or anything like that. And it has been amazing how God has created a home for us here. He has uh, even given us family through a really strange circumstance, an online family tree that this hmm. woman found that she wrote an email to someone on the tree who's a distant cousin of mine. He didn't know what to do with it. He forwarded the email to his grandfather who forwarded it to his cousin who forwarded it to me because I ended up being probably the family historian, I was the one who had to answer the email. So I called the woman and it turned out she was my third cousin once removed. Her kids are my third cousins. <laughs> and um, I said, where do you live? And she said, in Rogers, Arkansas. I said, you're 14 miles from my front door. And she said, then come to family dinner. And we went over there. There was about 25 people, three generations, having this mm. huge Sunday dinner together, which they did every Sunday afternoon. And they just welcomed us in as family. And so now I prayer walk with the, the dad. The parents have both been in Christian ministry for years as Christian counselors. The kids, all three of their children are missionaries. It's just amazing what God has done. And we've gotten so close to this family. We spent a lot of time together. So he even gave us family here in Arkansas that we weren't expecting. And, and then the other thing that's so wonderful is that the area is so mission-minded. There's 
two major um, kind of mission umbrellas here. The perspectives class has been taught here for decades. And the whole body of Christ here is very, very aware of God's purposes among the nations, which is just a constant joy as we run into people and they um, have some idea who we are. And yeah, it's just been so much fun. Ann Heinrichs is with Adventive Cross-Cultural Initiatives. One of the things I so appreciate about her is his heart is her heart for pastoral care, for caring for the missionaries that she's connected to. And I was able to catch up with her. She shared a little bit about Thanksgiving as well. So, Brian, when you asked me what I'm thankful for for this Thanksgiving season, I had several things that were rushing through my mind and filling my heart. And so, of course, the first thing I'm thankful for is my relationship with Jesus Christ, you know, and his bottomless, undeserving love and grace and eternal forgiveness. And also, I'm thankful for my dear husband, Luke, who lives out this kind of Christ-like love every day toward me and our family members and those around him. And then also, I'm just so thankful for the privilege I have to serve with Adventive Cross-Cultural Initiative and our mission team. Every day, I have the opportunity to listen to our team members' hearts and and witness the realization of their God-directed vision and calling. And every day, I'm learning something new from each of them, and it's just a treasure to my life. They stretch me, and they teach me, and they encourage me, and they build my faith through their own faith walks and how they demonstrate that and live it out. But lastly, too, I just want to always be sure to say thank you to all of my friends and family, my Jesus family, for their unstoppable faith and unending support and the kindness that they show me on a regular basis through praying for me and through every portion of this work I'm privileged to do with ACCI for Christ. And the body of Christ is, I'm realizing, is just such a powerful entity. And I handle this reality with great humility and gratefulness and great respect. So thank you to everyone for standing with Luke and I and for holding our arms high. And I suppose it's only fair that I also take a minute to share a little bit from my perspective and some of my experiences with Thanksgiving. I have sort of a long-term Thanksgiving memory to share with you this year. For several years, about a decade or two ago now, I lived on my own as a single man. I had roommates and that kind of thing from time to time, but for the most part, I lived as a single man. I worked in a restaurant, so getting time off during the holiday season was nearly impossible. I'd have Thanksgiving Day off typically, but not the days before and after it, and with my family so so far away, it was nearly impossible for me to spend Thanksgiving with my family. During that season, there were countless times when people would invite me to join their families for Thanksgiving. In fact, I I remember a couple of years where I was so blessed that I would be able to attend sometimes two or maybe even three Thanksgiving meals on the same day with different families. Now, to be fair, they did know that I'd been invited multiple places. I promise I wasn't just gaming the system, but there was just that ability to spend time with them, and I so appreciated, appreciated that. Those Thanksgiving years have really had a profound impact on me. And they were just one of the many ways that God showed me his amazing love and his kindness during that season. Over the years, God has been incredibly good to me. Now I have a family of my own, and we're typically able to spend some time together with each other and also with parts of our extended family. And that's a huge, huge blessing for us. But I've never forgotten what it's like to be invited to join a table where I have no right to be. I'm just a guest. And the amazing picture that is for me 
of God inviting us to join him at his table. My encouragement and my challenge for both you and for me is to consider whether there are ways that we can be hospitable and generous to invite guests to our table of Thanksgiving, whether that's during the holidays or just on a regular day. Of course, any Thanksgiving episode would be incomplete if I didn't also talk about the things that I'm thankful for right now. And that's a pretty long list. Along with Anne, I'd like to say that I'm very thankful for what Christ has done for me, for the opportunity to know him and to be known by him, and then to be part of what he's doing in the world. I'm also incredibly thankful for my family. I'm incredible for my wife and my children. I'm incredibly thankful for my parents, for the investments that they've made in my life, and also for my wife's parents and the investments that they've made in her life and in our lives together. I'm thankful for my brother, for my in-laws. I'm very thankful for the family that God's given me. I'm also thankful for the church that he's placed me in and the relationships that he's put in my life. And those relationships don't only count the people that I'm physically close to, the people that I have proximity with. Those relationships also include you. I'm incredibly thankful to be part of your life, even even though in some ways maybe we're not as connected as we would be if we were in the same place. I'm very thankful to be connected to you. And during this holiday season, if I haven't already, I would love to hear from you as well. Uh, I really appreciate that you're here. I really appreciate that you take your time out of your schedule to listen to this. And I hope and I pray that it continues to pour into your life, that it challenges, inspires, and equips you to take action on what God is, is showing you, that in some way it might transform your life and because of that, transform your community. I'd like to say thank you to all of the guests for this week's episode. I really appreciate that they took the time to do this. And I'd also like to thank you for joining us. Show notes are available at engagingmissions.com slash Thanksgiving 16. That's Thanksgiving and the number 16. You'll want to check those out. It's a great place to connect with our guests and also to take action on what you've heard. Make sure that you come back next week. We'll be hearing from Mike Lewandowski, who went from prison to missions and started a church in a tattoo business. If you want to make sure that you don't miss that episode, the best way to do that is to subscribe using your favorite podcast app at engagingmissions.com slash subscribe. And if you enjoyed this or know somebody who would benefit from it, please help us spread the word. Your recommendation can help people connect with the resources they need to be equipped, inspired, and challenged. Thanks for listening to the Engaging Mission Show. You can find more great content like this along with show notes by visiting engagingmissions.com or by subscribing to the show in iTunes or Stitcher. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll be back next week.